Hey, so this is part three of the Central Park 5K. So if you have not watched the other two, what are you doing? Go right. back, watch the other two, and then come back because we're going to talk about some different evidence. You've and, had time. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about different evidence. We're going to talk about just a lot of things. So, yeah. And uh, we're going to do some theories, right? Some uh, mm -hmm. some Reddit. So this, this is going to be a lot of uh, of allegedly and a lot of things that you don't want to take as fact it's just people's kind of opinions or unverified information so this a lot of this video you should take with a grain of salt this is more just theories on how things could have happened or what mm -hmm. might have happened things like that there is some fact i will point that out when we get there though yeah i feel like <laughs> it's going to be more um you have to point out the fact, then you having to point out the opinion. True. <laughs> Maybe I might be wrong. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it's 50 50. Yeah. Some of my content has mention of extreme violence, sexual assault and or other triggering content discretion is advised okay so um yeah i got a cold so i probably sound like i don't know we what i imagined dennis rodman to sound like dennis rodman really <laughs> yeah i imagine his voice to be like super low it is kind of but i just don't know where you pick him out of out of all the people like the person i don't know <laughs> uh, being, uh, yeah I just did. Dennis Rodman was not who I expected. She <laughs> she doesn't really watch a ton of sports, so for I her don't. to go to Dennis Rodman is throwing me a little bit. Yeah, that's a little. I don't know. Don't. Maybe just... you're thinking of crime, Dennis Rodman. Like <laughs> there you go. the two go together. Uh, yeah, I'm also probably a little high on medication. So uh, she's yeah, she's probably had some some sinus medication already. Uh -huh. Nyquil, you gonna pass out on us? Probably. Oh gosh. <laughs> So then they. <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading this on Reddit. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Um, I will say I we didn't get many comments, and by many I mean like hardly any. We did um, get some not question comments, but just like kind of nice comments, right? Um, A few of them. I don't know if they were on this one or not. I'd have to go back and see. Well, honestly, thank you it's for those who week. do comment. Yes. Is the is the main thing. Yes, thank you for those who comment. Um, but we didn't get anything that was like, I want to point out or anything like that in this one. Um, that's specifically about the case. Mm -hmm. um, so we're just going to go by kind of my, not sure where this fit in. So this let's is put like, it in part three. Kind of like the scraps. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leftovers. Little, little <laughs> facts that, uh, yeah, leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we'll get into kind of some of the opinions and some more of the evidence stuff that, um, has been kind of back and forth that got me like going, what? Yeah. Cause where I left off, what I remember is mm -hmm. thinking the boys in the case were likely maybe innocent of the main crime, but they were also in a place they shouldn't be. So like in doing things that they shouldn't be, so they weren't they were innocent of the maybe of the bigger bad crime is where I was at, but like they were also part of a 
allegedly part of a big group doing other things that were illegal. So they're innocent, but not like a hundred percent like angels, you know, right in the night. Yep. But there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between committing murder and that and just mischief and and kind of terrorizing people it's it's a pretty big leap from one to the other right um so i did want to point out um that we're going to look at both sides of the case um i'm in no way saying that there was not racism in this case because there for sure was yeah um but i want to kind of get both opinions because you go on the internet and you look up the other side there's not much and what there is is more people saying like more alluding to the racism key part of it where it's like these boys were doing wrong and because of their race and because of them all being in a group together they probably did it and i don't think that's a fair assumption it's but that's not, not at all no it's not but like that's the only other side that's out there. Right. Which, I mean, I feel bad for you because you're having to navigate all of that. Yeah, yeah. Dig through and find out actual um, other sides. Because we do want to see, you know, investigate the case from every angle. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same point in time, I don't know why people take it there. Right. And I do think like some of those people have little slivers of truth in there it's just weeding through to get right all of that or their opinions that aren't based on racism and i'm like well if it's the bigger picture of racism is this still racism it's a whole big process with this case so yeah i mean an example would be i'm again still mad at elon musk um (laughs) but with everybody hates on elon musk and all the things he's doing with twitter but I don't necessarily hate what he's done with some of the space program stuff. Yes, the rocket failed and stuff, but I think space exploration is interesting. So a small sliver from Elon <laughs> would be the space part. The rest right. of it, maybe Tesla. Yeah, he did okay with that. But, uh, but yeah, that that's his small slivers for me. Right. There's, there's my example. Yeah. And there's small slivers, but, I mean... In the big picture, it's been proven through DNA that Mateus Reyes did this. He right. did do this. It's just whether or not you believe that they did anything. Whether they're else. guilty by association, basically. Kind of, or if they had done anything. Like, like holding, I do think they need to be convicted. Or... Right. I do think they need to be convicted of the crime of hurting the other people that they yes. obviously did. Um, well, at this point, that's probably statute of limitations, though, right? Like that. Well, I think they already served it because oh, it was lumped together with Trisha's gotcha. case, yeah. which they served but didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Which they served over what they needed to serve, right? By quite a bit. If it was a lesser crime, it would have been a lot less time. So they served mm-hmm. over over what they would have had to serve for the lesser crimes, right? And I do think that the bigger picture of this is trial by media. And media just, I mean, I feel like we could have a whole fire for this crime. I feel like we could have a whole episode on media's influences on these things. Yeah, it would be a pretty good episode, honestly. 
Um, so there are many different viewpoints out there. Um, kind of want to take a look at the evidence. Um, I mean, like I said, Mateus Reyes is guilty, so we don't really have to look into that. Right. Um, I'm looking more towards, you know, some of like the weird stuff in this case. And what's hard with this case is <laughs> you have these court transcripts from the court where they they went to trial. Mm -hmm. But then after the fact, you have the court system saying none of this was true or none of this is liable yeah. or the scientific evidence wasn't true. So you have reported on evidence in court cases that's like fact, you think, mm -hmm. and then you have to go back and erase that. Right, because the police came back later and said, hey, they didn't do this. Right, and so. the police did fudge a little bit of evidence, I feel. And the yeah. courts, like the prosecution, I think, but try to spin it. They don't go back and redo a case and be like, all right, right. Let's, uh, let's, you know, clear what evidence you did and didn't actually do and what was right and wrong evidence-wise. Yeah, they kind of acted like, oh, well, all of it needs to be erased. But, like, when you get people like us who go back after the fact, like, it's not erased. And then we don't yeah. know what needs to be erased and what doesn't. Right. And it's very hard to weed through. So if I get anything wrong, please forgive me. Please point it out. Yeah. Um, also, like if I say something wrong or, I don't know, use my words wrong, please let me know because I'm just on YouTube. I, it's, I you do know. a lot of research, though. I it's, try, uh, man. It's just there's a lot of names, a lot of evidence, like a lot of. <clears throat> things like if they're just off by a little bit can kind of you know be misleading so we don't want to mislead right um so first there is clear racism and discrimination in the case um they the media used words like the word that i said that they were doing uh, I wilden oh, okay i was like i don't um, remember the word but i remember <laughs> kind of what happened so but they also but thanks for saying it again right <laughs> they also you know put them into like they were a gang they were i mean just really harsh yeah. things that didn't need to happen um they looked at this group of black men um in itself and they said this causes fear right and that's not fair to to do um in any sense of I the mean, word honestly i'd be scared of a group of white men so like <laughs> i'd be more scared I, yeah i would be more scared so like <laughs> we, we need to readjust what fear is because sometimes most of the time white people scare me more than anybody right and we have to also keep in mind that this media coverage came out in the first couple of hours so right. this was before they went to trial this is before any evidence was shown this was the police and the media just labeling them as guilty and before we, we knew anything. And we've talked about the fact that like the media doesn't always go back and fix, like retract things either. Mm -hmm. Like just, you know, they might've got it wrong and then just been like, Oh, well, sorry, but we're, you know, we don't have to go back and reprint something saying we were wrong. Right. Um, so let's look at the flip flip side to that. And that is that you have a, large group of individuals in the park where there was incidents happening. Let's take out race. Let's take out, you know, the age of the defendants or anything like that. And let's just say there's a big group of people. They're in the park. They're fleeing. 
from these incidents that are happening. Mm-hmm. You have the cops going, well, they did it, obviously, because you're fleeing and you're there. And, you know, if you take racism out of it. Which, yeah, I mean, we, we know that's a big thing. To, right. That was you know, definitely their number one. That's why we're, <laughs> we're trying to be clear at the beginning. We, we know that that is a big factor right. that we're taking out of it. Mm-hmm. And you're getting all these 911 calls people saying there's this group of men beating people up in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, this was before they even found Trisha that they brought these boys in. I mean, to a certain extent, like they did get who was doing it. Now doing it, things, right. Doing things, one. not doing Trisha's because it wasn't even, they didn't um, even know about it yet. Right. Now I don't think the way they handled it while singling out those five was the right way to do it. We talked about coercion. Yes. And confessions. We yes. talked about not, not really uh, kind of fighting them on the lawyer thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they sounded like they fight, fought them a little bit on the lawyer. Right. That does come up later too. Um, what I will say in this respect is, I have to watch myself sometimes because I even do it. Like you see a woman that died and you're like, the husband did it. Like we just automatically go I mean, to it's, certain It's almost been kind of like a joke in the true crime community right. that it's always the husband. Like, right. Um, yeah. Or someone who, some love interest. Mm-hmm. Now, is that good police work? No. But no. <laughs> I mean, this happens over and over and over again. So, that is the flip side to I, I will what say happened. it makes sense in the motive space, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in that situation, the husband did it. It makes sense, like, that they're in a relationship. So, like, there's possible motives there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense in the situation where there's just a group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't seem like that gives it motive. Right. Um, it just seems like they're in the area, mm-hmm. I guess, and doing bad things. Yeah. So this is where I wanted to bring up the Armstrong report. Now, um, I'm not going to quote this word for word. This was a big investigation. Um, But there's articles listed at the bottom um, of all of my source information um, that where I got this from. But it's a New York Times article in particular. So in 2002, after Mateus Reyes confessed, a team was brought together to review the Central Park Five case and their trials. Um, so this is a little bit word for word here. Um, New York City Police Commissioner Raymond Kelly um, had a panel review this case to determine whether the new evidence um, made the police basically that they did anything improper or incorrect. In, so this is more to investigate the police. Than right. It was this is the, investigating the investigation. Right. <laughs> um, so they're trying to decide whether the police um, needed to be charged in anything that they did in the Central Park jogger case. Right. Um, this panel was um, chaired by attorney Michael J- Michael F. Armstrong, the former police chief counsel, um, and. He <laughs> had documented widespread corruption in the NYPD. That's, that's, um, so that's already interesting. So he is like a, a former police 
council, mm-hmm. basically. So he used to, or he in the past represented the police, right. and now he's saying like there's a lot of corruption. So right. that, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, he documented all of all of the police corruption and um, all of that stuff in 1972. Oh wow! Um, so he did this long before. Yeah, the like Central Park, like Park what's case. that? Thirty years? That's hard. I think mm-hmm. thirty years. Um, and a 43-page report was released in January 2003. So they worked on this case for a long time. You also have to think, too, this just kind of popped into my head, but this is New York, and 9-11 happened in 2001. True. So this came out, and some of this stuff, I mean, the last few years of it probably was delayed by that because you had uh, all of your police and first responders focused on other things. Right. Um, This report does not say that Mateus Reyes didn't do it. It says there's no doubt he did with DNA evidence. However, it explores and names the possibility that he may not have done this alone. It says that the only person you have that says he acted alone is the convicted person himself. Um, And that's not much to go on. So that's kind of why they wanted to go back into this. I I, I kind of get that, but I almost like think that is more that like they should give that more credit than it sounds like they are, just because like what reason does he have to protect everybody else? Like it was just me. Like why? Like mm-hmm. why? If he had other people, why? What reason does he have to protect those other people? But I don't, I know. don't know. But to me, it just is very convenient. And I keep coming back to that. Every time I'm laying there at night thinking about this case, I keep coming back to the fact that why did these two men in jail come together, talk about it, and then Mateus Reyes confess? Yeah. That just doesn't compute for me. I don't know if he felt guilty, but it just... It's hard to believe he has a conscience. I know. I It doesn't compute. <laughs> I, I get that. Um... <gasps> It is a weird coincidence. I mean, it's weird that they met in two different prisons, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I mean, that they had no control over. Right. Uh, the report concluded that the five men whose convictions had been vacated had most likely participated in the beatings and the SA of the jogger. And the most likely scenario was that both defendants and Reyes assaulted her, perhaps successfully. The report says Reyes has most likely either joined in the attack as it was ending or waited until the defendants had moved on to their next victim before doing stuff himself. Um, I'm trying to like tiptoe around certain words. Sorry. Um, He uh, basically essayed her inflicting upon the brutal injuries that almost caused her death. Despite the analysis conducted by the district attorney's office, New York City detectives supported the 2003 report. Uh, The panel said there had been no misconduct in the 1989 investigation of the Central Park Tugger case. So So they're saying that according to that report, they feel like they were at least part of attacking her maybe uh before maybe during, maybe this guy just showed up and, and got in the middle of it. Um, so, yeah, they're saying they were, according to this one, mm-hmm. probably somewhat involved. Yes. 
The flip side of this, though, and I think a lot of people go back to the Armstrong report when they're like, well, all of these people, this they, you know, investigated this case for so long and they're saying that they had something to do with it. But you also have to look at the flip side where the police department doesn't want to say they were wrong. 100 percent wrong. <laughs> they don't want to say they were 100 percent wrong. They, they are already they're like, we're right. We just mm-hmm. weren't fully right. I mean, you have lawsuits pending. Right. You have cops that don't want to admit that they maybe made a racist decision. Yeah. There's two sides of that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's odd in a lot of ways. Because, like, so you said the guy had worked with the police, but then he had pointed out a lot of corruption. But then his report was kind of on the police's side. So mm-hmm. that's weird, too. So it makes me, like... I don't know. It makes me like, okay, do I believe him more because he pointed out corruption in the past, but this time didn't point out corruption or does it make me believe him less because he was originally working with the police departments? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like this case, it's just whatever you believe. Because they're never going to really know. Yeah. I mean, they've gone through the evidence they've gone through. Like we we know that Reyes was, you know, Mm -hmm. the main person at least. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the interrogation. Now, I may skip around a little bit. This is going to probably sound a little non-coherent because I'm just throwing every all the leftovers right. into one. But if you watch the first two, you'll hopefully follow slide into different places of where we were when we discussed it. Right. Um, so the videotaped confession started after the detectives finished um, an unrecorded interrogations. So, which we kind of talked about, like that maybe being coached confessions, right? Where mm-hmm. they're like, you know, did you are you sure it was a, uh, you know, your fist you used? Maybe it was a stick, you know. Mm-hmm. So they basically what that is saying is that they <laughs> interrogated them for seven hours. None of it on the record. None of it on the record, and then finally it was like got the answer they wanted. So they were like, oh, we can push the record button now. Right. Which happens in a lot of cases, unfortunately. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how that's legal. I feel like the whole thing should be recorded. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I well, like now that I think be, they have to be because okay. like this, <laughs> right. And like, like this. you know, you have security footage everywhere. Right. Now. Cause I mean, like you, you would think you would, but I know there are, um, there are laws in terms of when you give consent to be recorded. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I guess you could potentially walk in and say, like, start recording me now. And they might have to. I don't I don't know. I guess we'd need a lawyer for that. So if any lawyers watch this, let us know. Right. Um, you also have the fact, um, a lot of people brought this fact up, that these were kids and they didn't know the law. Like, because... In a lot of research, I see like them being like, well, why did they say all that if they didn't do it? I don't think they understood that lying is against the law sometimes. I don't think they understood that they ha- they could get a lawyer. I don't think they understood any of that. Well, and also they were, when it was off the record, they were turning them against each other saying, person A said you did this. Right. And so they're sitting here going, well, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. And say, like, I had a lesser part in it, but, like, say I did what they said I did mm-hmm. to get out of this. So, like, there were 
twisting everybody's stories into making people think they're saying stuff about each other that they weren't to make everybody believe they had to say something or they were going to get a bigger, get more trouble. Right. Um, you also have these interrogations going sometimes until 3.30 a.m. Um, the police can... It's torture at that point. Right. The police can legally hold you and interrogate you for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I don't know what that time is. I don't either. I think it's different in each state. Probably. Um, Is this illegal to do? No. Is it unethical to do? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it, it wasn't illegal for them to do certain things, but it definitely wasn't right. I'm going to interrogate people by making them listen to me sing. And I'm just going to sing for as long as I can until somebody just says, I give up. What do you want want me to say? Um, Okay. I'd be an incredible detective. There you go. (laughs) Um, I do think they set off the investigation all wrong. Um, You have these boys describing the incident very clearly that they talk about coming up behind the jogger and beating her details that maybe they did beat her. Maybe they didn't beat her. Um, they had the cut on Kevin's face. They had all of this stuff, but they didn't <laughs> go about it in the right way at all. Right. They didn't follow up with anyone else. They didn't collaborate anything. They just, wanted them to say what they wanted to wanted them to say and be done with it. And we've talked about this before. They mm-hmm. their goal is to close cases. Um it sounds bad because most people are going to think like you want to find the person who did it. Mm-hmm. But the goal is for them is to close cases because they don't want to have open cases sitting out there for years and years and years and a bunch of cold cases. They I don't really know how that part of the system works, but they basically, they get in trouble for that. They get, you know, it looks really bad on the department. So they, they're incentivized at least to close cases, Mm -hmm. even if they get the wrong person. Right. Um, That doesn't mean there aren't good ones out there. They're like, we got to make sure we get the right person because this isn't ethical, but they are incentivized to get closed cases. Mm Mm-hmm. So the flip side to that is that um, Corey Wise mentions in his interrogation that Kevin was scratched by Trisha Melee. Now, this is in his police interviews. It is recorded. People question how Corey knew that happened that night if it didn't really happen that night. Right. Like, how did he know he was scratched? Because he, I guess it depends on if he saw him before he went into the station or not, basically. Yeah. Or if it happened that night and they had seen it happen another way. I don't know. If they're all in a group together, you'd think they all got caught together. Yeah. I mean, thinking that maybe maybe it didn't happen, but you would think. Right. But people point to that. Like, how did he know? Yeah. Um. A big thing that they pointed out in this YouTube video that was on the other side um, was that certain men that the police tried to get to confess didn't. Um, And they say, why did these five boys confess and the other ones didn't? That's such a weird way of looking at it. It is. 
It is. <laughs> um, so there is no testimony from Stephen Lopez. Um, he denied he was there and denied all wrongdoing. Um, there's a man named Michael Briscoe. He denies ever being there. That was it. Never caved. Steve, um, I've got another guy. The cops tried to say that everyone told us you were there. He says, I wasn't there. Didn't see the lady at all. That was it. So, that, I mean, I think that answers that question. Uh, you might have more to do. Sorry if I interrupted oh, you. Oh, that's okay. But, like, I, that, I feel like that answers that question, though, is, like, they, I feel like they tried to coerce it out of everybody, but then there were people that were like, I was not there. And right. those people that didn't let the coercion work on them, they were the ones that didn't get brought in because they didn't have anything to go off of. Since they already had five who let the coercion work, they're like, all right, we got five now. Like, we should be good. We should at least get it to stick on someone. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point. Um, the other side says it's because they really didn't do it. And the boys... They yeah, might not have. Right. I mean, I, I would be doing that if I had nothing to do with it. I'd be like, I was not there. Yeah. I was probably asleep or eating pizza or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. I can promise you that much. Right. The park, exercise. Yeah. Um, there's also a man named Tony Montavo. He says he was not there. Okay, that sounds that sounds fake then. <laughs> like it sounds like uh Tony Montana, the, the Scarface oh, guy. Right. Um, so Corey Wise, we have to also think about the fact that Corey Wise was the youngest. So he was very impressionable. Right. Um, and he was like the the big driving force behind the story. Like, was it, got, is he the one that got the longer sentence or no? I don't remember, I don't, don't but I do know that Corey. Corey was the youngest and he, in those, I, I just, don't think it was Corey because the one that got the longer sentence had to go, had to be tried as an adult. An adult, and right. Corey would be in the younger. I don't think that Corey was, was the one that talked to Mateus Reyes though. Okay, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, this, this is where we're saying there's five different names. It's kind of hard to, yeah. Piece that all together. And the reason that I just, I bring up Corey um, Wise and why a lot of people do is you watch those confessions and he's just this like little baby. He just looks so young. Yeah. And they, he was the one that like, they really went hard at and they were like, we, I feel like they were, if we could get him, we can, we can, we can break everybody. the young kid. Right. Most likely. Right. Um, what they did to him was terrible. Yeah. Um, but Corey Wise told people the day after um, this had happened before he went into the cops, I believe. So I think there was like early morning hours there mm. um, that the cops were looking for him because of an essay of a lady in the park. But that's like rumors that... People yes. that were well, associated or knew him. People didn't really even know a lot of this happened to Trisha. So right. how did Corey know? Um, that was a big thing that people pointed out. Um, according to witnesses, um, all, all the boys said that they did not SA her. They all denied it. But some people had said, I saw so-and-so do it. Right. Um, outside of the, the testimony and the court and the interrogations and all of that. Right. So they told people, I guess. 
uh, it's so hard reading those words and not saying them. I know. I get that. Uh, uh, I need but, to start re- writing it differently. But, I mean, I would, like, I don't know what they're doing there. It, that, to me, makes no sense if they didn't actually witness it, why they wouldn't be saying that. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, at this point, they're already serving. You know, it's it's not changing. I don't know. And yeah. it, it's not changing anything, I guess, is what I mean. So why why would they be changing their story to being like, unless somehow it made them innocent, I mm-hmm. guess. So this is where some of the stuff gets me um, because this is some of the, like, DNA-ish stuff. Right. Now, there are certain things we got to remember. <laughs> DNA testing only very began in 1985. And this was of hair, skin, blood, and bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. Two years before the Central Park case. Okay. So this was a very new science. Trace evidence was changed in the 1990s and how they gather that. Right. So it's still like trace evidence wasn't even fully and what it is Trace now. evidence, we're talking about like skin, fingerprints, fingerprints, all yes. that stuff. Um. So when I go through some of this stuff, like, let's keep that in mind. Let's also keep in mind of the back and forth on what investigators said and then what they retracted later. Mm. Because some of this was probably retracted, but yet we don't fully know. Right. Um, But some of the things I saw were very interesting. So there was quite a bit of blood evidence um, there was blood stains on Santana's right sneaker. Um, Yusuf's jacket had blood on it. Um, Lopez's underwear had blood on it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, he was. Did you say he was one of the ones that? I mean, I'm getting the names mixed up. Was he one of the ones that wasn't questioned? No, he was questioned. He, he was, was one going, of okay. the five. Um, these are all the five boys. Okay. Um, there was semen stains literally everywhere <laughs> um, in the underwear of Antron McRae, Kevin Richardson. Um, Santana had semen on his sweatshirt. Uh, the boys' underwear were also stained with grass, dirt, and debris, as well as semen. Um, so let's stop there for a second because that's a lot. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. So... This is what I've, I go down a rabbit hole here because the blood, okay, if all of this is true, let's just say that because we don't know. Because we don't know what was retracted and what wasn't. Right. If all of this is true, the blood, we don't know if it is even Trisha's. Yeah. It could have been from someone else that they. Right. They didn't test either one of those. Right. right? And they did admit to hurting other people. Right. It could be their own blood for all we know. Yeah. And I thought that too. I mean, Richardson had a, was it Richardson? One of them had a cut. Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Richardson had a cut. So, I mean, it could be his own blood, right? Right. We don't know. Um, The semen stains. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, that's that's (laughs) so confusing. Uh, It's so, so messed up. (laughs) So, you have police testing all of these boys' underwear. All of everything that they own. And you have semen. My questions are endless. 
is the semen new? Is the semen old? Right. Is the semen from a different time? Is the semen I mean, even... I'm, I'm going to be gross here, but like when you're talking about them... Teenage boys. Yeah, like the did they... I'm not saying they didn't do anything by this, right. but like had they not changed their clothes since they did exactly. something? Like, I, I'm not saying that makes them innocent, but when they have it on themselves versus when they have it on the victim, I think is a completely different conversation exactly and that's the thing like you come back to what they said in the final wrap-up of everything was that Mateus reyes was the only one was the only on the one victim. that was present on the victim so that makes me believe that they're just testing all of these young boys yeah. underwear and they're getting all this semen and they're I like mean, that's proof and it's not it's that's the age where boys do that kind right. of stuff like exactly I mean, it's it's uncomfortable to talk about but it is when, when teenage boys are like that that's that's when they're that age that's what they do like right i'm so glad i don't have i don't have a boy <laughs> but i mean i just went down a rabbit hole because like at first i heard all this stuff about all of their underwear and then i heard that they had semen found in socks and I'm like, those are the two places that boys are going to have semen stains. So the, the, what the, com- fuck? The, the confusing part about the sock was there was that that one was weird to me that you said that they found a sock with semen in it at the, the scene. scene. Right. That makes it a little more like, OK, that's but I don't weird. even know if that's true. I don't, we that's, don't know. If we that's don't true know. Yeah. Um, I saw it in one thing, but it could have been retracted. It could right. have been semen old semen and he just lost a sock we don't know <laughs> where all this semen is coming from <laughs> if the video wasn't going to be demonetized from that right. stuff the number of times that you've said semen or <laughs> the last five yeah. seconds we're talking about the navy people we are <laughs> um so yeah that's yeah that's all that's all good points though um yeah i i I do think the the difference is the victim, I, mm-hmm. and it's hard because there's no witnesses too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just. So let me go on here. So, <laughs> the boys' underwear were stained with grass, dirt, and debris. I think police point to that as like they had their pants off at some point, and that they were rolling around in the dirt. <laughs> okay. But we don't even so, know. I don't know, like. i don't know how to describe this to y'all but like if you do anything where you fall on the grass like you're probably gonna get some dirt on your underwear like it just if you and i know this from playing football and stuff and they were fighting people they're probably fighting each other because they're boys if you hit the ground that's probably gonna happen like i played tackle football and there was debris right (laughs) That's so horrible, but I mean, you play tackle football in the yard with your friends, there's, you're going to get dirt on. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to look at the other side of this too. There's more just to say that, but no more semen, but there is more. Good. Uh, well, we, probably semen. We can't have <laughs> any more of that. Um, but what I will say is, are we trying to make them innocent? Are we looking at it through a lens of... I think I think I am a little bit, yeah, because I I do think they're innocent in mm-hmm. this, or at least 
I shouldn't say innocent. I this has our discussion has taken me from they're innocent to okay, they're innocent of the biggest charge, but they probably had some other involvement either with like in terms of seeing um what happened or in terms of like if it's just from a witness standpoint or if it's just from other things that they did throughout the night they're maybe guilty of those things right but um so it made me think they're a little more guilty just still not of the big one Mm -hmm. and i say like if you're gonna take this step to court if you prove it to me that's a whole nother thing yeah but i think a lot of these things they couldn't definitively prove so i don't know how they found him guilty well, but that's just me. And also for them to go back and prove them innocent, that's why we're questioning everything. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're gonna go back and say, Yeah, they were innocent, we uh we found them innocent, then all everything in the everything in the case is in question at that point. Right. Um, so they did find hair evidence, but like I said, hair, skin, and blood was very new. Is hair still, um, or did they get that down better? Is hair still one of those ones that's kind of hard to exactly? I mean, I think they have it better, but I mean, I don't think. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I knew knew there's certain ones that they're like. They kind of call junk sciences, which I don't know if hair is. I mean, the big thing, like the big thing in a case is if you can find bodily fluids or fingerprints. Right. Um, But hair evidence, and hair evidence you can kind of explain away. Like, let's say you were to kill me. Like, we live in the same place. Right. Your hair's going to be everywhere. They can't prove definitively that your hair's not going to be there. And I said. Right. I, I basically should. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I have probably hair on me right now. Right. Um, so yeah, I've, I've thought that before too, honestly. Mm-hmm. And like you just give somebody a hug and you right. have transfer a hair. Being in their car, being, I mean, anywhere. Right. Um, it's, it's definitely harder to prove. Um, but they say there is hair evidence consisted with Trisha on the clothing of Kevin Richardson. Um, it was a head hair. But you ha- and you have to be close to have that transfer. So that is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, it could have happened, though, if he was attacking her. Yeah, if he did the, Same. right, the first, like mm-hmm. we were saying, the smaller part of it. Yep. Still, still illegal, still. Um, Steven Lopez also had a head hair on his black long-sleeved shirt. Um, and then there was soil evidence on the victim. That's that matched Antron McRae, Raymond Santana, and Kevin Richardson. That's that's soil evidence. That is the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. What, are they going to be like, this is Central the Park soil? The same soil. Like, yes. You, like, are they... From the same part of Central Park. I don't know how like, you would say that. That So now I would almost believe it a little bit more because science has come I don't know if it's further. come that far, though, because I haven't heard of anything. I've heard of it before in cases, but it's very rare. But, of like, Central Park yeah. is, like, going to be, like, the same climate and stuff. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like you're talking about, like, soil from Kansas versus soil from Colorado where it's, like, colder and stuff. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> somebody's going to have to prove soil evidence to me. Yeah. 
So looking at all that, you, you think, oh, okay, well, they're guilty. Like, but they didn't prove any of that. And the stuff that they thought they had proved was junk science anyway at the time. So <laughs> why did I even bring it all up? Who knows? <laughs> not used to that light being there. I'm not. We reorganized this out a little bit. Right. Um, but who knows why I brought it up? Because it doesn't really matter in the game. Besides in the here we are. Yep. All right. So Mateus's Reyes confession. Now he confessed and had this big story. Um, so New York journalist Nicholas Sticks reports that one inmate says Reyes told him that he heard the jogger screams and raped her only after the Central Park Five was finished with her. The whole time, that's kind of what I wondered if what happened, mm-hmm. which is still pretty messed up because they still attacked her. Right. And her injuries to the back of her head and to her eye and everything, they were really bad. So it makes me wonder if they did attack her first that badly, mm-hmm. or if Reyes came in and attacked her on top of that too. Right. Um, So in his confession, he did not remember if the victim was wearing a bra or not at the time. Um, He does not recall a lot of details about how she was facing, what she was wearing, um, or her description. He didn't know her hair length. He did say that he ran behind her for a long time in a zigzag motion as to not alert her. Hold on. <laughs> if somebody's running behind me in a zigzag motion, I'm going to be very alerted. I am. Yeah, that's 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 the most alert I'll ever be. <laughs> I will immediately be alerted. Um, but she, you got to remember, she's jogging. She has headphones on. She doesn't know if someone's behind her. Yeah. But all I can picture is this guy, like this dumb guy, just going right. Which oh my gosh. But so okay, but. An important part about that, if what he's saying is correct, mm-hmm. then what I just said about what I was getting at is like the wounds that she had were, I mean, they made her lose her memory. There were really bad, like skull fractures, things like that. And she was unconscious and didn't, you know, didn't remember any of it. If she was running when he did this, then that means he likely would have done further things to incapacitate her, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So, like, not They don't match, basically. Yeah, I'm not saying what the boys did, if the boys attacked her first and then he attacked her, that the boys didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, the brutal part of it may have all came from Reyes, if that's how it happened. Right. And it doesn't match. Like, he... What he says in his interrogation was... He was doing that zigzag motion, came up behind her, grabbed a large stick, beat her, and which then they did say her. they did say that it was caused by a stick, right? Originally, right. So that part matches up. What he told the inmate was that the Central Park Five did it, and then he came came up in after. after. Gotcha. Right. So they don't match, but I mean, it's still something to note. Right. Um, he mentions that he did not take her socks or her shoes off. However, they got semen off of one of her socks from him. There's also pictures of the socks laying in the leaves in the park as evidence. Um, he says he truly did act alone and he did do the initial attack. Hmm. 
So there's just some inconsistencies. There's just so so many yeah different stories out there. Mm-hmm. Um, this was interesting to me. Um, Corey Wise mentions a man named Rudy that was there at the time. Now this is in Corey's. We're talking about Giuliani. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, he was the New York governor around that time. Oh, no. Or mayor, I guess. Um, no. Uh, so, Corey Wise, he's saying this in his interrogations. Now, take this with a grain of salt because he's obviously being coerced. Mm-hmm. But he mentions a man named Rudy. This Rudy was, quote unquote, playing with the victims. Mm-hmm. They use a word, but I'll say upper half um, <laughs> during the attack. Um, and that he also stole her Walkman. Now, Mateus Reyes also goes by the name Rudy. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a coincidence. There. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're, well, yeah, I feel like you proved that by the Walkman partially. Right. Well, he did steal things from her. Oh, okay. Um, when Mateus was questioned, he did say that he took the victim's fanny pack and Walkman. So, what? there you go. So, I wonder when they found out that he stole things from her. Mm. Like, because if they found out that he stole things from her while everybody else was already serving, like, you know, while the cases were going on or while they're already serving, I feel like it should be, like, a pretty big red flag immediately to reopen the case. Like, yeah. Huh, he has stolen things from a victim. Maybe we should reopen the case and see what he had to do with it. Right. Um, none of the boys knew this boy very well. Um, he was just part of the big group that they were in. Um, <clears throat> so Mateus said that he did other crimes with a boy named Lopez, which is one of the, one of the Central Park Five. Yeah. All right, so... Here's another interesting little tidbit. On the appeal, um, Yusuf Salam's attorneys charged or said that he had been held by police without access to parents or guardians. Um, Now, the appeal court (laughs) upheld this conviction because they said that Yusuf Salam lied to police about his age. Yusuf Salam said he was 16 the legal age to interrogate without a adult, but he was actually 15 at the time. So they basically like said, I don't know that that's odd to me. Why would he say that he was the wrong age? Yeah. I, I don't know that, but also like, I think this is, <laughs> and I've, I would think if someone knew the law, they would say the opposite way. They'd say they're younger. Right. And I think these are pulling at strings not to get sued. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, but they did upheld that part. Um, so. It makes me wonder if that part was recorded where he said his age too. I don't know. Because if it was not it part of the recorded interrogation and he was like, he said he was 15 and they're like, we're going to write he was 16. Yeah. They say, though, when he informed police of his true age, they allowed the mother to enter the room. Hmm. I don't know. I'm assuming this was all when things were I think the the mother was, um, for for Yusuf, was fighting pretty hard to get in there in the first place, too. Yes. Yes. She was. All right. The last little tidbit that I have for you. (laughs) 
um, was the big controversy around Trump and his words. Right. So um, they should all get the death penalty. Right. So as you remember, he said that they were guilty, that they were all these horrible things and that they should get the death penalty um, for what they did. This was before they ever went to trial. Mm-hmm. This was just in the While media. While it was in the media, blown up in the media. Basically. Right. Well, so you have all these articles justifying it back then. Well, your favorite person in the whole entire world, um, Ann Coulter. Coulter? I don't know actually as much about her. Okay. Well, she is a very interesting person. Um, she is... I think I might know who it is, but I'm not sure. She's more Republican for sure. She has a lot of Republican views. Um, she has recently been in the news for saying a lot of things about abortion um, and also saying that we should invade Mexico. Is she the blonde lady from Fox News? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I know who she is. Um, she was very big on building the wall and things like that. Um, just to paint a picture. Yeah. Um, so she has this whole website where she just writes columns um, expressing her views. And she wrote about this case. And I went and read it all. Um, She's very much defending Trump, his beliefs, and saying that, yes, they should have got the death penalty and that we're all crazy for believing that they're not guilty. Even though that they're, like... Even though there was a trial and they were... So we, we've we talked about the fact that there's a very good possibility that they were at least partially guilty of some things, but mm-hmm. like... She believes they did it all. Right. That She disbelieves their... Disbelieves? That doesn't sound like a word. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> believe that the DNA evidence of Mateus Reyes... Right. ...is actually reliable, which that... Or she is, probably believes that Mateus Reyes and the boys Like did they it. should just include him... In the death penalty group. Well, yeah, I can see her feeling that way. So just presenting a well-rounded view, that is what her beliefs are. Um, If you want to do more research, I will put that below as well. Um, But that's all up to you. Um, So now that we have all the information out, any changes in your opinions, any points you want to bring up, anything? Yeah, so a couple things. One, I, I just... It did sway me more towards they probably did more than I realized that they did in mm-hmm. terms of bad things that night. I still don't think they participated in, at least, I don't think they were the ones who did the essay from the sounds of it. They right. may have assaulted her, which is still not good, still not okay. They may have witnessed things, but they, the next step into the, the essay part of it, and even maybe the next step into the bigger portion of the assault where they uh, or someone caused school fractures and things like that i'm not sold that they did that part that they went that far mm-hmm. um so i think i feel like they're not as innocent as i thought they were originally at the beginning of this but i still think they're innocent of the big part of it that they were proven innocent and letting go let go for mm-hmm. after you know, serving all that time. So yeah, I think it, um, lowered my view of them a little bit. Um, the one thing you're saying, other things to bring up, uh, let's try to end on a good note. So we don't always believe that prison reforms. And in this case, it may not have reformed, but 
I think you said they did a lot of good things after they got out. They did. So um, anything you can remember specifically about that? Now I'm putting you on the spot, but any, any things you can remember that they did to any good things that they did after they got out to make the world a better place, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think um, they did a lot of very good things. They did a lot of donating money to organizations, standing for organizations and all of that. I do think that, this got brought up at a very pivotal time in our country. Yeah. Um, 2020 um, was when they released the Netflix series and everything blew up. Which was um, during COVID, um, during all of the the protests that happened during COVID. Right. Um, even one of them close here in Missouri, too. Yeah. And even if their legacy was to bring more attention to police brutality um, and police-centered racism, I think that's, you know, that's a great thing. Um, Definitely, this is my plug, go read or watch more about this, but watch the Central Park Five Netflix series, When They See Us. Um, it's, It's really well done. Um, it does is bias, right? Um, Which just is, to let you know. That's, but that's the reason that you wanted to do it this way is because you we've talked about documentaries being biased, mm-hmm. and, that and it's not was. a documentary technically. Um, it is a show based kind on of, real real events. Uh, kind of. So, how do I describe that? Like. I don't know. I don't know how you would describe or how you would categorize that kind of show. But basically what you're saying is um, they did they do it. They did interviews with them, right? Um, Yeah. But I think like the majority of the show was like reenactment type. Right. So like like, it wasn't them. It was. This was the court case. This was the scene. Yes. Actors replaying things. Okay. It's well done. Right. I will say. But it is. It's very one sided. Um. But read everything you can, consume everything you can about this case, because I want y'all to decide on your own. And at the end of the day, the good thing in this, as messed up as it is, the good thing in it is that, um, I, I forgot her first name. I can actually, Trisha, Trisha, um, Trisha Melees, uh, doesn't actually remember this mm-hmm. happening, which is good because it sounds very traumatic. Um, and that also she is a survivor and she's and she works with other survivors really strong and making a difference in the world. So Mm -hmm. it's good to, um, in this case, you know, shout out the victim basically and say like, Hey, this victim is, um, making a good impact on the world too. Yep. Um, so that is the end. Um, they're a three-parter. They're a three-parter. And I'm ready to do a couple just one-parters for a while. The, the three-parters, we, we've done a couple um, type, you know, multi-part ones. And by the end of it, you can probably tell, but our energy gets a little lower by the end of it because it's just kind of, when you get set on one case, it's almost like you're just kind of like it brings you down a little mm. bit. Like you get so into it and you get so into something horrible happened. Like, yes, you move on to a different case. That's horrible, but at least like 
when you move on to that other case, maybe there's some different silver linings to look at to make you feel a little more hopeful in humanity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I got some good stuff coming up. So yeah, she, stay tuned. she always does. Hopefully I did this justice. I did my best, man. Was, yeah, she worked really hard on it. She always does. Um, but I got some good ones coming up. I'm excited. Awesome. So. I'm, I'm excited too. And uh, I will eventually work on another case too. Eventually. Yes. I got to figure out what I want to do. So it, I just, uh, something has to pique my interest. And at that point, I'll do it. Um, we talked about, she's wearing, actually wearing an ACDC shirt. We talked about doing the, uh, the case on Bon Scott. So I don't know. Let me know in the comments if any of that sounds interesting to you guys. Yes, please let us know. And we will see you guys next time. All right. See you guys. Peace. Bye. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say I hope you enjoyed this video. If you like any of the content for Code 187, please click that subscribe button, that like button, that share button. Help us out. Help us grow. Um, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. Um, yeah, check us out on there. Give us some ratings. Um, tell us what you think. We're also across every social media on Code187. So we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think that's it. Um, and of course, YouTube. So please, please, please subscribe um, if you like our content and spread the word. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.